Hey gorgeous, if you want success on your fertility journey, you've got to have the mindset for it. It's time to kick fear, negativity, doubt, shame, jealousy, and the whole clown car of low vibe fertility journey BS to the curb. I'm your host, Roseanne Austin, fertility mindset master, former prosecutor and recovering type A control freak perfectionist. I use the power of mindset to get pregnant naturally and have my baby boy at 43, despite years of fertility treatment failure. I help women across the globe beat the odds on their fertility journey just like I did. Get ready for a quick hit of confidence, joy, feminine badassery, and loads of hell yes for your fertility journey. It's time to get fearless, baby, fearlessly fertile. Let's do this. Welcome to the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast, episode 250. It's our 250th episode celebration, my loves. So I'm so delighted to be here with you today. Man, reflecting on the past couple of years and all we have put out in the world, all of the amazing miracle mamas you have heard, it has absolutely blown me away. So I thought one of the most wise, powerful, and fun ways to celebrate this accomplishment of 250 episodes is to bring some of the Miracle Mamas back. It's just amazing to see how much these women have applied the principles that help them get and stay pregnant to truly creating lives of their dreams and more babies. So it is truly my honor to present this 250th episode to you. It's truly a love letter and a celebration of miracle mamas of the past and miracle mamas to come. I'm sending you so much love, enjoy, and if you wanna join us, it's time to get fearless, baby. Here you go. This is just a celebration kind of of what you're, you did, what we've been doing and all of this really cool stuff. So, you know, I know Suzanne gave you some questions, but like, there's no right answer. And we're just really having a conversation here. We're going to yeah. do a solid by our, our Aussie here. So, so thank you. Yeah. So we'll start with you, Trish, and you're pregnant. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do a, a super quick solid. But why don't you start us off, love? Tell us what's the biggest lesson you learned from your journey and wish you understood sooner? Um, I'd say the biggest lesson for me um, that I've learned on our journey is that once we have our baby in our arms, um, our Geordie girl um, and this new baby on its way, that nothing else matters. Like it's really... The journey, the many years, the emotions, um, how we got there, what we did, what we went through, it doesn't really matter. And I think, you know, like that's really important for me because you go through so many years of struggling and doubting yourself and not backing yourself and just feeling pretty down, really. Um, and so then the relief 
and the magnitude of the love that you have when you have that baby in your arms, it just outweighs all of that other grief and sadness and disappointment. And, you know, you just sort of, that's probably the biggest thing is that, you know, just keep, for me, was like just to keep going, even though it was hard sometimes. And then when you finally do get there, it's like all of that other stuff kind of disappears. I mean, it's still there, but it's not, it's not heightened and it's not, you know, like that euphoric feeling of then, oh my gosh, like here she is or here he is and being so happy. And yeah, it's just all worth it. Let's let's go to the other pregnant lady, Seema. <laughs> no longer pregnant. <gasps> oh. So, but I really wanted to come on to this because actually, and this is one of the big things I wanted to say to you was, yes, okay, we, we lost the baby, but it was the first time trying since our little girl. It was natural. Um, and yeah, it's been hard been incredibly hard but the one thing that you've really made I think a lot of women pretty much all the women that you work with you know you put you make us face ourselves and yeah you know before meeting you I would have had bad days and bad days and bad days and bad days I do have bad times but they are bad five minutes bad ten minutes you know I pick myself up a lot more quickly now because of what you've given me and um yeah, and I know that yes, it's something that's happened, but it doesn't defer, it doesn't determine the rest of my life. It doesn't tell me this is the end of my journey. And like Trish was saying, you know, all these women that that come on and do your program and come on your podcast, they're all ladies very similar to me. And I like, I know that we will have a second baby. We just our journey's just gonna take us a little bit longer. But it's yeah. I mean, yeah, a really emotional ride of the last few weeks, but actually it's it's negative, but very more more positive than negative, I would say. And my heart goes out to you. All of our hearts go out to you. But you're making an a, you made strides that they told you wasn't likely. I mean, this was a natural pregnancy after you were told, if I recall, that IVF was the only option for you. Correct. I was what it was. I think I was told less than five percent, and even that they were like five percent is you know at the very very top range of you know you getting pregnant naturally so it, it, it was a massive shock to us that I'll be honest like we hadn't really even started we literally just started trying that month and we were going away on our first proper family holiday and we found out the Thursday and we were flying on the Saturday and then the miscarriage started happening with the weekend we got back um but that week when we were on holiday and we were talking about oh next time we have a family holiday there'll be another baby but for, for us I think it cemented our dream that we are meant to be parents to another one. And like ever since the miscarriage, I have been shouting it out every night to the world. I am going to have another baby. <laughs> All right. Okay. Diana, it's late for you too, baby girl. So we're going to check in with you and then we're going to go to Kirsty. Diana, talk to us. What's the biggest lesson you learned from your fertility journey and wish you understood sooner? Um. But I'm the absolute boss. I'm the decision maker. And uh, I wish I understood it sooner. Yeah. What, what you like when you explained to me all those changes, it's like you rewired my brain and it helped me put my foot down and say, no, this is not what I want. I want this. I want that. And it worked. Not just, not just in terms of um, the the pregnancy and uh, every like it changed all my life actually and now it's 
I'm still using your, your techniques on other stuff, on my career, on, on the house, on everything. You know, it's like now it's this or something 10,000 times better. And I'm not, I'm not taking no for an answer now. And if I don't like it, you're in or you're out. And I, and I didn't know that before. Before I thought like, oh, but the doctor said that, so I have to do this or I have to do that. And I was just assuming that they know better than me. And actually, yeah, maybe they know better than me, but not for, they don't know me. And that's what you taught me. So that's what's changed my life. I love that. I love that. And what impact did saying that big yes to keep going, to keep claiming your son, like what impact did that have on your life, even when people around you were doubting you? The biggest impact, I would say it's waking up with this big smile staring at me, you know, it totally changed my life, actually. Okay, let's see. Oh, wait, here we go. Kirsty, there you are, my love. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, Rosanne. How are you? It's, I'm fantastic. It's so good to see you. So why don't you start us off with what's the biggest lesson you learned from your journey that you wish you knew sooner? So I think the biggest lesson that I learned was to stop thinking like a victim. And instead of asking the question, why is this happening to me? Uh, instead, ask, why is this happening to me? And I realize now that not only was my son meant meant for me, um, but that the journey was went, meant for me as well. And um, because the whole the whole journey with you was like a, was a complete journey of enlightenment. And I came out of the other side understanding so much more about myself um, my relationship with my husband and so many different aspects of my life and and reconnecting with um, a lot of things as well. And I think um, if you can get really curious about how this journey is is actually serving you, then that changes everything. Danielle, I see a little blonde head. So I'm going to call on you just in case mama needs to step away <laughs> yeah I'm sorry she uh she woke up sooner than I thought she was going to so oh we're not we're, we're a, you we love the sight we love that baby goodness oh my yes. goodness there she is. she's been staring at the screen <laughs> she was talking to you guys while you were talking it was really oh cute. my goodness well well, we'll jump right in because you've got your hands full. So what's the <laughs> biggest lesson that you learned from your journey and wish you understood sooner? Oh, there are so many. Um, but similar to what the other women were saying, I think you know yourself, yourself best. So not only um, your body, but your heart. There were so many times where the doctors told me I was too old. Uh, I was never going to make this happen. Um, in fact, before I was about to, you know, give up on this journey after about, gosh, I don't even know, years with my first, the doctor, the last thing I ever heard from the doctor was, I hope you prove me wrong. He's like, this has never proven successful before, but you know, it could happen. I hope you prove me wrong. And of course that was the the successful pregnancy. Um, there's lots behind that story, but I'll never forget those words and me sort of sitting there going, pardon me, I think so. And so that was one of the most vindicating moments for me because I really, I really didn't know what to do. And I really didn't know what I was doing. And I had re read all the things and I had listened to all the advice. And it was one of those things where it was actually my husband that just said, you know what, 
don't let them tell you what to do. Let's play the card for adult. Let's just go and do it. Let's just do this thing. And so, you know, we did the one last, one last shot sort of thing. Um, again, against, uh, against, I guess, medical advice and, uh, and it, it turned out just fine. And so now I have a three-year-old and, you know, and she's the most fantastic human in the world, except for my four month old. So, you know, <laughs> I think it's one of those things. And, and, and also, you know, not only do you know yourself best, but you'll learn so much about yourself through the process. So even if you don't think, you know, yourself at the beginning, because I really varied and I really doubted myself throughout. And I was like, I have no idea who I am anymore. And I was just, you know, a pin cushion and feeling like, you know, just used and abused. But you know what? I did things I never thought I'd be courageous enough to do. I said things and I was, I showed up for myself in places I never thought I'd be able to do. You, you know, you're a lot more courageous than you think you are. And I say courage rather than brave because courage requires a lot of vulnerability and a lot of understanding and a lot of just putting yourself out there, even when you're terrified. And so, you know, regardless of the outcome, you cannot go through this journey with your whole heart and not know yourself better at the end. So that's something that I, I really took away from it for me. Mama Lucy, all the OG, the legend, Lucy. Oh, Roseanne. It's so good to see you. So talk to us. What's the biggest lesson you learned from your journey and wish you understood sooner? Oh my goodness. So I'm so honored to be a part and I love being the OG. Oh my goodness. I love all you. I love you. And so the biggest thing I learned, I wish I would have known is to let go of the fear um, and to just have faith in my body and myself um, and not to let go of the dream. Um, I think that just, you know, as you remember, uh, I was just obsessed with the numbers initially, the FSH, the LH, the AMH. And I felt like those numbers were just dictating my future. And I gave the numbers more power than I gave myself. And that was not the right way to approach to approach it. Um, and just having, you know, starting working with you and letting go of the statistics and what the numbers mean and what they don't mean and what my symptoms mean and don't mean and just living life was the most uh, valuable lesson. Um, it brought me my little son who's still napping. God bless him. I haven't heard him yet. <laughs> he just turned four. Matzo just turned four. And, you know, and it just, it's, it's, you know, being part of this amazing group of women, it's, it's almost like this club now that you want to be a part of, you know, it's like, you know, it's just like, I've like honored to be a part of this, like the, you know, the fearlessly fertile. It's like, it's awesome. It's like, you know, I had this quote, you know, diagnosis and, you know, and, and I was like, you know, but if as I reflect back on these four plus years, I was like, so much has changed. I've learned so much about who I am and who I want to be and what kind of mom I want to be to him. Um, that it just is like, you know, still being a part and listening to the podcasts and, um, just being surrounded by these ladies. I was like, you know what, this is like the cool club. <laughs> All right, let's get the pregnant lady Rocky. Rocky, oh my goodness! Unless Teresa, y'all pregnant too? Because maybe I'm missing something. But anyway, <laughs> Rocky, talk to us, baby. Start us off with what's the biggest lesson you learned from your journey and wish you understood sooner? I learned to receive more. Um, I did a big receiving when I did IVF. I did a big healing to receive these embryos. So I learned to receive more. I learned to say no to people a lot more. I've always been yes, 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 yes. Since my twenties and thirties, always, yes. Let me help you. Let, 
learned to say no. I've learned um, to be a bitch, actually. I've always been so kind and nice to everyone and for people who don't even deserve it, you know? And I've learned to take care of myself, be with my family, be with the people that I really want to be with. And um, yeah, that was it. Just hang out with the people that I really want to hang out with. It took me a long time to realize that. But yeah, and people don't like it, but that's okay. That is absolutely okay. And you know, I got asked, how many weeks pregnant are you now? 20. Oh my God. Halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, so what has the impact been on your life by being willing to do things like that? Say yes to you, receive more, say no, use no as a complete sentence and really focus in on what matters to you. What's the impact on your life? So much better. Like, I mean, I did, obviously I did donor eggs, took me a long time to get to that point. And um, yeah, receiving eggs from another woman, you know, and um, it just took me four years to do that, you know, since 2019, we've been trying. So, you know, I feel so much lighter. I feel so much better. I feel like people um, that took advantage of me now feel like, oh, she's not that Rocky that we knew that can take advantage of. Like, I feel like a whole new person. And, you know, a lot of things probably always change because I lost my dad in 2020, as you know, and, you know, that started the whole process that, you know, who who is really, truly meant to be in my life. And, wow. you know, and then I joined a couple of your programs and that slowly, you know, journaling and everything that I've been doing, you know, up to this point changed me so much. Okay, Teresa and then Sarah. Oh, Teresa, Mama T, Mama T. <laughs> yes, Mama so Start us off, baby girl. What's the biggest lesson you learned from your journey that you wish you understood sooner? So this was a hard one because I feel like I learned so many, but I think I narrowed it down to the thing that was really blocking me from keeping my pregnancies. And that was my motherhood and parenting does not have to be a product of my childhood environment. Wow. Wow. I get to be the mom that I needed. That is gold. Right? Right? That is some straight up mama T gold right there. Like, (laughs) dude, please say more. Cause like- I'll just walk out of the room and let you go for like, (laughs) (laughs) well, what, what this, this is what kept, so I would get pregnant. Right. And then this onslaught of fear would take over my, like would hijack my joy, put it in some kind of a, I don't know, garbage bag and throw it out and just take over. And very shortly after I would miscarry four times. And so when I, when I came to you, I was so desperate and, and, you know, the first handful of weeks of going through the program, I was like, been there, done that, been there, done that, been there, done that. But when we got to the forgiveness letters, like the whole thing on the saboteurs, yes, that was my, that was the thing that was that negative core belief was what kept me from bringing my baby earthside. 
and Sarah, Sarah. Oh my goodness. Woman, woman. Oh my goodness. We have so much to talk about. So (laughs) what's the biggest lesson you learned from your journey and wish you understood sooner? I like could resonate with everybody I've been listening to. And my mind first went to that. Um, my biggest lesson was really trusting my own body and not normalizing symptoms that I was having that led me to actually heal those symptoms and have like a much happier life day to day before I conceived and more comfortable and healthier. (laughs) And, um, and wow, like imagine if I had known that sooner. I could have had this like really different physical experience for (laughs) years and not, and that also comes along with the, the mindset piece as well. That like mindset switch of realizing that I can, I can have and be who I want to be and have what I want to have in my life. And I also um, got to a place where I was able to really enjoy the moment that I was in, even though I wasn't pregnant yet or didn't have the baby yet. And the moment that I got most deeply to that point, of course, I got pregnant and (laughs) and then everything changed. (laughs) Why don't you start by sharing what's the biggest lesson you learned from your journey and wish that you understood sooner? Um, Having a much, much deeper understanding of myself, kind of knowing what makes me tick, where these fears had come from, that they were all kind of completely unfounded and kind of generally based on um, things that other people had told me. Um, So being able to kind of free yourself of that is, is amazing. It's quite liberating, really. And it means that you're just kind of free to create the life that you want to. I know. And you know what was so crazy is when I think about you and all the things that happened on your journey, like think about where you are today. I mean, your baby girl's, is she sleeping right now? She's with, with daddy at the moment. Yeah, asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that extraordinary? I mean, like, it never ceases to amaze me, like from all of those places of fear. And now you're living this completely different reality. Yeah. So what impact has like seeing this through, right? Seeing the desire to be a mom and like taking it the distance. And now, you know, we're talking about your daughter being with dad, you know, like what impact has this had on your life? It's really transformative. Um, I mean, my baby's here for a start, which is, is the most amazing thing, you know, because there were times where that just seemed completely impossible. It was never going to happen. But yeah, she's, she's here. She's, she's doing really well. And, and that's absolutely amazing. But also in other areas um, of my life, I mean, I know we've spoken before, you know, kind of my, my business just did amazingly well. I was really doing nothing different other than just having a different mindset. And it's been quite interesting because obviously I've taken a bit of time off and, and now I'm sort of starting to come back and, and do a bit more work. But I know when my mindset's right, the, the business just, yeah, just starts to, to improve again. So, um, you know, clients are coming back. I'm getting new clients. So that's all fantastic. So, okay. Robin, we'll start with you, baby girl. How's Ruby? 
She's doing great. She just turned two in the summer and she's going on 20. She's, yeah, she's amazing. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, start us off. We'll keep this super simple. And look, if you guys have something else that you want to say, other than like the three questions we let you know about, this is your show, not mine. So this is just a starting point. Don't feel any pressure um, to say any specific thing, but why don't you start with an update? So we heard that Ruby is two going on 20. And like, how's your life since? It's been wild. So, I mean, it's amazing when you think about the work that I had to do to get her here, because yes, being her mom, she is a ball buster. I mean, she, (laughs) she will not take no for an answer. Everything is on her timeline. She does things when she wants to do them. I have absolutely no input and I'm just along for the ride. So (laughs) yeah. Isn't that funny? Isn't it funny? Mm -hmm. I bet all of you are finding this out in various ways, right? In various ways. What do you think saying that hell yes to you has done for your life in addition to bringing Ruby here? Because there's a ripple effect, right? That you probably couldn't see until now. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the things is that it really deepened my ability to tune into my own intuition. And that is so important once you become a mom, especially because man, like there's new stuff getting thrown at you all the time. And now with a second child, the stuff that is coming up with Ruby is completely different than what came up with my first child. And now there's two of them. So you have stuff coming at you all the time. So it was that um, learning how to hone that intuition, that hell yes, really had to do with that for me. And that's the voice that, that becomes the most important that you really have to be able to tune into. Diana, I'm unmuting you now, babe. Go ahead. Hi. (laughs) How are those girls? They're great. Yeah. My mom came to uh, watch both of them right now. (laughs) You're escaping the crazy. Well, so why don't you start us off with sharing, like what's going on in your life now since, because when you first appeared on the podcast, you were pregnant, but your life has changed since then. (laughs) <laughs> so when I first joined you, I was trying to get pregnant and we ended up after, uh, my, you know, weeks with you, I ended up pregnant with Maddie and now she's, uh, two going on three in a couple of months. Um, and then I did a little, uh, uh, like a refresher with you. And then I got pregnant the second time with, uh, Catherine. So and she's two months. So, uh, <laughs> so, so excited. I love having girls. Um, God, I love dressing them. <laughs> I have so much fun putting everything cute on them. So, um, yeah. I got to ask, Diana, is it what you would th- you thought it would be? Oh, it's much more, much more, <laughs> so much more better. You know, I knew I would be tired, which I am. <laughs> Lack of sleep right now. But, you know, waking up and, you know, hearing Maddie say, mama, mama. And I'm like, okay, it's worth it. It's so worth it. And right now, uh, Catherine is every time she sees my face, she just smiles so big. And yeah, it's it's gonna be hard to go back to work in a couple of weeks. In three weeks, I go back to work. <laughs> Marina, oh my goodness, look at you! Hi, Rosanne. I missed you. I see you all the time, but I missed you. <laughs> I missed you too. I miss all of you guys. Like I don't know you. You probably think I'm exaggerating, but it's actually true. Like I think about all of you guys all the time. Like my hour meditation in the morning is like all like I'll see different faces. I'll be thinking of all of you guys. 
And if you get a random text message or a random email from me, just rest assured I'm not a crazy person. You must have like come up in my mind. So just keep that in mind. But let's roll with this girl. So how's your life since? Everything's great. Marcelo, my my baby boy, he just turned eight months yesterday. And I don't I don't know what I did that I called in the I don't know if you ever read the baby whisper. I called in like an angel baby. <laughs> and because I was so afraid of like sleepless nights and things like that, that I, I prepared myself for that. And it never actually happened. Like when he was three months old, he was leaping 11 hours. I don't know like how I manifested that, but I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like having a kid is so great, you know? But there's unquestionably some powerful perspective that you have, like looking back on your journey from this place today, like what was the biggest lesson that you learned? Well, for me, it was really a game changer in so many ways. I had so many lessons, um, really like it was, uh, it really opened my eyes to so many things that I was not doing or allowing myself to be done to. And looking back, I think if I knew really the power of mindset before, like in the beginning of this journey, or even before when I started trying to conceive, I might not even have jumped into IVF and did like 11 rounds of it. I would have tried naturally for a longer period. All right, Kate. Hi. Hey, doll. I'm so glad you, you escaped for a second to be able to be part of this. Thank you for that. So we'll jump right in. Catch us up. How's life been since baby? Um, great. I mean, gosh, it's been a while. So I know I feel like Tracy and I are on a similar timeline, just with like partly behind you. Um, we're gonna be celebrating his uh Jake's fourth birthday in a few weeks. Um, and just loving life with my little Mary, who's 17 months old. So yeah, it's been it's been wonderful. It really has. Not that it's not challenging, but it's it's all good. So you went from afraid this was never going to happen to two babies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll take it. We'll take it. And hopefully there's more. We're going to, we're going to put that out there for you. We we want more, we want more babies for Kate if Kate (laughs) wants more babies. So, okay. So why don't you just share super quick? Like how has your life been since? Like, what are some of the lessons that you learned looking back on your journey now that you wish you knew? Yeah, it just really taught me to be so intentional about everything and really get back in touch with like who I am, like the woman that God created me to be and really um, was such the first step of that journey he brought me on and like just surrendering like my life to him and really allowing like his plan to unfold because it's just so much more than anything I could come up with and just that transforming in, in myself and just my life in general. So, yeah. Tracy, let's talk girl. Hello. How are you? It's so good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see everyone else. Yeah. Well, why don't you just start by sharing with everybody, like, how's life since? Because what last time everyone heard from you, it we were you were pregnant and your little boy, yes. and like, so yes. what's going on in your life now? So I have what 
six-year-old and almost four-year-old now. She'll be four in December. And it's like four going on 14. I hate to put, you know, what you put out in the universe comes back at you, but it's kind of like what Robin was saying. It's like she has a mind of her own and that is both kids. And it is something like you saying, it's we will the power of being moms. And once they're here, we like, holy shit, no one prepared us for what's to come after the fact. And I'm like, I pray for this. I don't want to go away, but I just need peace. Yeah. <laughs> I just need peace. I need peace. But like, like Robin saying, when you hear them say their, say your name or just, and I say, my name is, they know my name is Tracy, but to hear mom or mommy, it melts my heart to have them come and wake me up at six o'clock or five o'clock in the morning. And all you see is eyeballs and they just want to snuggle with you. It is all worth it. So the work oh. to get them and like to actually channel them and have God bring them to me, that's the best blessing I have every single day. So that is the journey I'm living currently right now. So, oh, I love it. I love it. And they're so stinking cute. Like, thank you. Well, so talk to us about like, what were some of the lessons that you learned on your journey that you can see now yes. today as a mom that, you know, saying that hell yes to you, really believing in yourself, not listening to the statistics, not having other people decide what you believe, like what impact has that had on your life since? A tremendous impact. And I'll, I'll do this because I found a quote and I always pray before I do stuff. So I pray before this. And this quote came to me from Plato. It says the first and greatest victory is to conquer yourself. To be conquered by yourself is of all things, the most shameful and vile thing. And people need to understand that quote is not to hit them a gut punch, but to also to kind of see that you have your thoughts and if you can't adjust your thoughts and if you are rigid on your thoughts or rigid on how you're supposed to get things to come to you, you can be the most thing, not just fear, but you can be the most thing that is keeping the lock on that door to the things that are meant for you to be destined for you to do. And this journey and working with you and unlocking my mindset, not just for my journey to become a mother, but my journey as a woman, when like Kate was saying who I was destined to be by God. I was keeping that lock on that door and you gave me those tools that helped me to realize that I, my mind, myself was that lock that I, every time I want to do something, I can unlock it when I want to. So I can either stay in that fear or stay in behind that closed door. Or I can unlock it and walk through it. So. All right, Karen, 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 Karen. It's so good to see you. Hi, it's so good to see you. Awesome. Well, so why don't you, and I see you, Michelle, I'll, I'll, I'll get to you next. That's, that's cool. So why don't you start us off with catching everybody up? Like what's life been since baby? Um, it's amazing. It's like all amazing. It's like, uh, it's a party like all the time. Um, <laughs> like it's a kid party all the time, but it's like a party in myself all the time. Like Ooh, my, say more about that. Yeah, like everything is awesome. I <laughs> my work is so incredibly fulfilling now. I've like integrated so much of um my journey into my work now and it's like it's more successful than ever but also just like more fulfilling than ever. Um, and then I take one day off to just be with kids and I let like my friends put their kids in my 
car and I've got, I've got a, a forerunner with like seats in the back, you know, two rows. So like we can fit, you know, five or six kids in the car. And um, so one day, one day a week, I just like, I'm a mom to six kids and (laughs) that's really fun. And it's, it's one, you know, one of, one of the kids is my kid and she's always the hardest one, you know, (laughs) but um, yeah, I just like, I feel like I'm like loving life all around and, and um, it's because I love myself. Michelle, lightning round woman. (laughs) How's life since baby? Amazing. Uh, wonderful. George is, is, is the love of my life. He's incredible. Um, I love spending time with him every day. Uh, it's just, it's, it's all that I could have thought it would be and more. It's just amazing. So I don't know everything about him. He's almost two and, you know, every day he's growing and talking more and developing more and more of a personality. And so it's just, yeah, it's, I mean, all the time and effort that it took to get here, couldn't even have imagined, like I knew it would be worth it, but now I would go back and do everything I did times 10 because that's how actually much it is worth it. So, um, that's such a good, I love that you shared that. That is absolutely brilliant because I think women really need to hear this because when we're on this journey, we're thinking about what we stand to lose versus what we stand to gain in a way that we cannot possibly wrap our heads around. So that was a massive blessing. So what's the biggest lesson that you think you learned from the journey now that you're in this place? Well, I think what it helped me do, and I, I think everyone who, who does it um, is, you know, when it comes to mindset, you think that just being positive is enough, but it's, it's not just about being positive because I've always, you know, understood and known or always knew that being positive was important, but there are all these elements that come into play that you almost have to master to be able to be as positive as you need to be. So if you think about your saboteurs and everything that that we talk about in your program and that you learn. And so I never even thought about life in that way and, and all those elements. And they're really applicable in every aspect of life. And so um, that's the biggest thing that I learned and that I actually, you know, now in other aspects of my life refer back to, well, what did I learn with Roseanne? And like, what are those elements that came into play on my fertility journey that actually are relevant on my professional journey and on other personal journeys. And so, you know, it was incredibly valuable from that respect. Jamie, I know with twins, we're on borrowed time. We're on borrowed time, sister. (laughs) (laughs) They're at daycare today. It's all good. Oh, okay. Well, so catch us up. How's life been since the twins? It is an absolute whirlwind. They are, they just turned 17 months. Um, they are identical and, um, yeah, they, they're just so much fun. Like I absolutely love this stage. Oh my goodness. I mean, is it, is it what you thought it would be with twins? Cause everybody wants twins on this journey. See, everybody wants twins except for me. I didn't want them <laughs> and I wasn't expecting them, but Gus had a bigger plan for me. So I accepted it and here and it's just, it's so much fun being a twin mom. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, so why don't you share with us? I mean, now that you have this perspective now that, you know, you can actually say the twins are at daycare, like what's the biggest lesson that you think you learned from your journey from this perspective today? I think a lot of women have said it already, but surrender, surrendering things that I can't control, 
Um, I had to go through IVF to get them. And, you know, there are so many, there's only so many things you can control during that journey, but like you can't control a lot of it. Right. And I can sit here and spin my wheels and go down spirals and what ifs and what ifs, and it just does, you no good. It puts you in a terrible mindset. So yeah. And I mean, surrendering things I can't control now, like I can't control tantrums. I, I can't control <laughs> when they eat and when they don't, I, I try. Uh, but you, you just kind of have to like, let it go and just go with the flow and just know that everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to. Anne Marie, let's get the pregnant lady. We got to get the pregnant lady and move on. <laughs> so how's life been Anne Marie? Very good. But first off, I want to say a big congratulations, 250 episodes. That's amazing. Congratulations yeah. to you. Yeah. Really. I Well, that's very kind of you. And I just, I was looking and I was looking at the list. I'm like, oh, we're coming up on 250. I'm like, Dude. amazing. <laughs> Dude, but it's all of you guys. It's all of you guys. This does not feel like work to me. Like when it comes to the podcast, that's like my happy day when we record podcasts and things like that. So well, so catch us up. How's life been since baby? Yeah. So life is very good. Um, my son Leon is turned three yesterday, actually. So I can't believe how fast that's gone by. Uh, Leon is three. And then I'm really happy to share that I'm pregnant again. And I'm going to have a baby in the spring. I'm really praying for a girl. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so yeah, life is life is really good. Life is good at home and very good at work. And um, I got promoted like when Leon was one, and I'm about to get promoted again. <laughs> so uh, yeah, everything was really good. Life feels wonderful, and I absolutely adore being a mum and being part of a family of three, soon to be four. That's incredible. I mean. Now that you're in this place, so you had your baby boy, now you're pregnant again, like you have a unique perspective, I think, now that, you know, it's, you're in this place, like, what do you think the biggest lesson looking back on your journey has been for you? Yeah, for, it's come up already, but I will say it again. Um, for me, it was the mindset piece, um, you know, changing my mindset. Um, being more can-do, more positive, showing up for myself in different ways. And I think really importantly, also um, showing up differently with how I interacted with other people, be that my husband, my boss at work, and also uh, importantly with, with the medical professions, because, you know, my son came to me uh, with the help of IVF. And so, yeah, I can't underestimate um, how much of a game changer that was for me. And the funny thing was, is that I feel like the mindset, that space that I moved into, which I still am in three, three, now maybe three and a half years later, that was the old me, like, um, you know, infertility really messed me up and made me become a different person for a while. And now I feel like myself again. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was the biggest lesson. And it's one that I take forward and I apply it to everything, every aspect of my life still today. Awesome. Yasmeen. Oh my goodness. We're on borrowed time with you too. How's that baby girl? Yeah, she's fine. She just turned Eva, her name, and then she just turned five months, like a week ago. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's unbelievable, honestly. Like the, she's the sweetest, littlest, cutest thing in the world. And um, the first time in my life, I had tears of joy when she first left. 
like it was just amazing you know that moment i was like wow you know it blew my mind away so it's beautiful it's very beautiful i love it well so talk to us about i mean now that you're on this side of your journey and now that you have the perspective of ava being in your life and and having all these like hearing baby laugh like oh my gosh baby laughs are the best they're the best um you know what do you think the biggest lesson you learned on your journey was looking back on it now Right. Um, to me, it's the power of visualizing, I think. And then the power of like manifesting, like I had no idea I had that power. So to me, it was about accepting, you know, so it was more about like, OK, this is not going to happen. The doctors say the percentage and this and that. So I felt quite helpless. But now I know the power of manifesting when like, remember, I don't know if I got I bought the onesie, which was crazy for me, you know. So now I'm a little like, Yasmin, be careful, you know, <laughs> because I think anytime like I think of something or whatever, like it starts to happen. So I'm like right now I'm very cautious of what I want and I'm very cautious with my words. And, and I know like so on my phone, like I always have some goal before it was the picture of a baby. There's now there's something else. So, um, yeah, that's what I know. And I tell a lot of like a lot of people reached out to me, uh, like women trying to get pregnant, like my cousin and like some friends. And the moment they say, well, if it doesn't happen, I'm like, no, 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 we don't say that, <laughs> you know, so I'm like mini coaching them and just, or my partner is asking for a job opportunity. I'm like, do you want it? It's yours, you know? So that's, that's like, that's really who I became. And I wasn't like that. So to me, that's the biggest shift. I'm like, put a picture of that, do this, do that. So, and I do the same for myself. Like it's, I know I'm very powerful on that. So that's where I am now. Okay, Nicole, I see that baby boy is on your lap. I'm trying to get to you. <laughs> Let's, I've unmuted you. Hi, Roseanne. <laughs> he he had to be part of it. He knew we were talking and he had to come and, and show himself on here. My little five-month-old Carlos. Oh my yeah. goodness. Look at that precious little monkey. Hi, sweetheart. Yes. Oh, look at that. Look at that. It was almost a smile. Well, so talk to us, mama. How is your life since this baby's gotten here? Life has been great. It's new. It's exciting. All his little firsts that are happening right now. He's five months old. So getting to be home with him and experience everything and see those wheels turning of curiosity. It's the, the coolest thing. So I'm so grateful to, to be here and I hope there's more in the works. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can tell by looking in your eye, there's going to be more babies coming your way. Well, so is it as good as you thought it would be? Yes. And better. And there are <laughs> things that I thought like, Ooh, how am I going to handle that? How's that's going to, how's that going to go? And I just pace myself and I say, you don't have to know the answer to that yet. Let's, let's take it day by day and you will figure it out. And we have, we've really figured it out each, oh. each thing. That's so, I love that. That's so quotable. And look, you're figuring stuff out and it looks like you're still alive. <laughs> you're, you haven't dropped dead from trying to figure it out, right? Like we don't have to have all the answers. Right. So that's awesome. So do you think that is one of the biggest lessons that you learned since getting on this side of your journey? Yes. I think trusting myself and not putting the trust in everyone else and expecting things to go, you know, the way they say, but really putting that that ownership and authority of I can do this and I will do this. And like I've said, I'll figure it out and it takes help along the way, but really, really knowing that you can do it. And, and you always say, you got to be the one mofo in the room that knows where you're headed, right? 
so it's so perfectly quoted. It's that, like you listen to the podcast. That is how I feel. <laughs> I feel like everybody wants to give you their two cents. And really, you've got to trust yourself first and foremost. Carolyn, oh my goodness. Oh, talk to me. How is that girl? Talk to us. How's that little one? Oh, she's great. So Maya just turned six months uh, last week. I know time is flying by. And it's been it's been great. Um, again, that first couple of months, there was some of that uncertainty and not knowing and the, the sleep deprivation definitely was an unexpected uh, impact on things like mindset. But uh, your your course always brought me back to having that choice, having that position of perspective. Uh, and that got me through those first couple of months, again, with a lot of the unknowns. Um, but she's doing great. And a lot of firsts are happening now. So we just had her first Halloween. Uh, and I typically don't love Halloween. But of course, I got her her Halloween costume, and I put a costume on. And so I can see how she's already helping me shift outside of my comfort zone. Oh, isn't that good? I mean, what do you think is the biggest lesson that you learned from your journey that you can see now? Because now your perspective is different, right? Like having her here, having celebrated her first Halloween, having some of these little firsts, you know, what do you think the biggest lesson was that you learned? So for me, I think it's trusting my dream. And even if it doesn't look like it's going to go the way I would have written the movie or the story, uh, trusting that it's going to go any in the way that it's meant to and that it's going to happen. And, you know, everything, including childbirth and those first few weeks with breastfeeding and just all these different milestones as a mom, um, I have to continually go back to what is my dream? How do I want to mother uh, my baby? How do I want this to go for us? Because it's, it's really easy sometimes to get swayed in different directions if we're not trusting the dream. So for me, it's about trust, trusting the dream, trusting my body and my baby, uh, trusting myself to know what's right for us. Um, and that's a constant daily uh, position that I have to take. Oh, Betty, Betty girl. Oh my goodness. How's Christian? Oh, he's so good. He's actually started daycare this week full time. And I'm just so proud of him. I'm like, oh, my heart. It wants to explode. <laughs> <laughs> well, so talk to us. How has life been since you appeared on the podcast? Oh, my God. So Jamie's twins are the same age, uh, around the same age as Christian. So he's 17 months. Um, since having Christian, I got my dream position at work, which I'm not sure if I still want to stay there, but <laughs> it's good. And, um, you know, I also manifested our home. We just bought our home um, when Christian turned eight months. I think I was talking to you, but yeah, it's, it's here. I'm sitting here in my home looking at my yard and I see like white butterflies. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just been an am amazing, amazing journey. And it really is thanks to like you taking that negative shit <laughs> out of our, out of my mind and really like starting to manifest what I want and what I dream for. And that dream of becoming a mother, like it oh, just, I hear those words in, in my head all the time. Like the, the, the reality of like, or the, you becoming a mom is there for a reason. And that desire is because 
you know, it was in your heart and it's meant to be. So I always hear that. And I'm like, oh my God, like being a mom is just the most amazing thing ever. I just love it. I know. Well, and you know, it's, I love that you shared that because I think sometimes women think, well, I can't have all these things. Right. But what you're showing is when you lead with your heart, you start creating these wonderful manifestations in your life. You brought Christian here. Now, you know, you have this promotion. You're sitting in a home that you dreamed about. Like it's just, it's all here. And I think Mm -hmm. we forget our own power. And you, thank you so much for sharing that because I think we get into really limited thinking that we can only have so much of this, or I can only have this much, what you're showing and demonstrating is you can have so much more and there's nothing wrong with it. It's a beautiful thing. And we're intended to live in abundance. That's right. Yes. And I want more. I think I want one more baby. (laughs) I hear that little spirit baby who like wandering around. So please have more Betty babies. We need more Betty babies. Just love it. So what would you say is the thing that you love the most about the podcast? Well, I mean, so many stories, but there's just one that resonated the most. And I cannot remember her name, but I just remember hearing her voice. And I remember her saying that being a mom was better than she ever expected. And she had a baby boy. And I was like, oh, my God, I want I want a boy, too. And she was like, it is so much fun. And it really is like each like stage gets better and better. Um, Like, you know, he's starting to walk and he says mama all the time. And he's like calling me out like mom, mom, mom. And I'm just like, my heart just wants to explode because it's just honestly, it just keeps getting better and better. Like, I just love everything. He, He learned so fast. Like, he's so funny. Like everything about it is just so amazing. And so I remember hearing that and that really inspired me to continue to pursue that dream of becoming a mom. Um, and so, yeah, that's so good, Betty. I I love that you shared that because it, it still gets me when Asher calls me, like, I'm like, who is that? You know, like, even though, (laughs) you know, obviously I'm his mama, but like, it still catches me off guard sometimes and just wait, Carolyn, just wait till that happens to you. Yeah. When they they call you, you're like, huh? Whoa, somebody's calling me mom, you know, and it just feels so good. So Thank you so much, Betty, for sharing that. I am so just delighted to spend this time with you. It's so good to see that beautiful face. Please go hug Christian for me. And then tell me immediately when you're pregnant again. I cannot wait to celebrate that. You know, you're like the first person I tell. (laughs) (laughs) Loves, wasn't the 250th episode just absolutely fantastic seeing so many familiar faces, hearing so many familiar voices? It's just extraordinary to see how far these women have come. And here's the deal. If you want to learn what I taught these amazing miracle mamas, go to my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com. Get in on the magic that is the fearlessly fertile method. I work with women who are committed to success. As you saw here, this program is all about helping you have the mindset piece of the fertility puzzle, the piece that so often gets missed. And here's the deal. If you don't have a mindset for success in this journey, babe, you got a gaping hole in your strategy. Let's fix that shit and set you up for success. Till next time, change your mindset, 
change your results. Love this episode of the Fearlessly Fertile podcast? Subscribe now and leave an awesome review. Remember, the desire in your heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for you. When it comes to your dreams, keep saying hell yes.